skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. Alright, welcome back to the Skippables Podcast. This is the show where we listen to the world's best bands, we find their worst songs. I'm your host, Yocha Matazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Wrap it up, woo! Oh my What's God. up, everybody? Nice. How was that? Was that good? That sounded good. Okay, cool. A little, a little peaky, but I think that's kind of how that guy sang I tried, anyway. I, yeah, right? He, yeah. he peaked kind of the entire time. Yeah, singing with his whole ass, dude. Another person sings with his whole ass. Leon Cortez, what's up, Leon? The professor. Professor is here. Psycho skipper, skip, 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 skippity, skippity. Welcome, everybody. Skip, skip, skip. Oh, you remembered your your catchphrase. Yeah, dude. This guy, <laughs> professor never forgets. Yeah. I listened to the show before we started. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is a big one. This, yeah. is, this is a big one. Okay. Yeah. Monumental, I'd say. Call me Ishmael. Okay. Found my white whale. <laughs> I want to welcome to this podcast a very special guest, comedian, host of the Chatterbox Comedy Night, founder, founder and host, yeah. Steve Hernandez. Welcome, Steve. Great to be here. How are you guys? Thanks Good. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, of course, man. I love it. Yeah, I grew up in West Covina, and so turning down this street right now, it felt like coming home. Wow. Yeah. yeah Lark Steve Allen is, is very much West Covina. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Guys, just doxing us away. We have yeah. a lot of haters. <laughs> yeah, it's long enough. We have a lot of haters. Why did say what street? I said yeah. the city. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah, true. True, true. The old host. But yeah, just turning down the street at dusk like this. I just remember growing up. We grew up right. I grew up right by Edgewood, a, a street called Durness, and uh, just I remember watering the lawn, that kind of shit. My dad was abusive. He would like make. I mean, he would make us like water the lawn for hours. So I remember just being out there and watching the sun go down sometimes. Right. And he would walk out and like feel a certain part of the lawn, and if it wasn't wet, he'd be like another half hour or something oh like that. <laughs> that used to happen to me, dude. But yeah. my dad wakes up for work at like uh, like midnight. Yeah. So he would go, I guess, touch the lawn, and the next day be like. You didn't water enough at this particular corner. Oh, Damn. Yeah. It's this weird, angry Mexican dad thing. Yeah. Um, You're kind of just fighting the dew at that point, Leon. Yeah. <laughs> Why wasn't there dew on this corner, Leon? I know, man. Oh, man. I just, yeah, it's just a su- suburbia, man. Maybe mm-hmm. Falling asleep when the sun's out, waking up on Sunday, it's dark out. You're just filled with dread. Uh, but it's great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have you. Those, me- those memories were evoked during the listen of this actual band, too. There was a little dread yeah. that I felt listening to this band. Definitely. Maybe some malaise. A little I'll bit. Some a l- all suburban malaise. Yeah. But, you know, um, kind of a full circle moment, too. I, mean, I know that you were a pastor for a while at yeah. um, this big faith intercommunity church or whatever, right? Yeah, faith community church down the street, yeah. Used to be a huge, like... What, what, what do they make like airplane parts yeah or? yeah yeah like um what are they called what's the industry called like defense yeah yeah my my dad got fired he got laid off from there when they closed oh man Bastards. yeah and then the church came and bought it up dude <laughs> <laughs> they bought the place when i was let's see here this is probably close to 30 years ago they bought that place for i think 3.5 million and mm-hmm. they recently sold it to amazon for a rumored fifty million dollars. Oh, oh baby! Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Flipping baby. that tax free. They're gonna, yeah. 
yeah. tax yeah. free, huh? It's Sorry, funny. Dad. The, yeah, it's funny because <laughs> I, I was following like the videos. the The pastor's son, they're like trying to get him to take over, but he's like the world's worst pastor. Like he's awful, like a terrible teacher. Like <laughs> laugh out loud funny. And I've been watching his videos. And uh, they were like talking about that. And they were like, you know, the age of mega churches are done. You know, mm. that, it was big for a time, but we're going to open like four or five like different smaller churches across the the southern, uh, you know, at the San Gabriel Valley and stuff. Now. Oh. And that's, I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I think the they're going to figure out a way to like fucking keep that money. And and this church was going down anyways because people uh, aren't buying into that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Dan Reeve is a terrible preacher. So I don't know how they're going to figure it out. They they don't do anything illegal, but you know they they'll figure out some way to keep that fucking money. Right. Yeah. Foreclosed by accident or a fire, a holy <laughs> holy fire, <laughs> something like that. The old church just burned yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah. Maybe there's some records that need an erasure. Right. <laughs> you know. um, we haven't is, even said the band. Yeah, that's the band. There we go. <laughs> Erasure's <laughs> the band we're listening to. Boom. Guys. Purely for that Got reason. You. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what made you choose Erasure? How, how did you get started with them? Um, I, uh, I, in fourth and fifth grade, uh, my, I have an older brother who's five years older than me, and then it's me, and then my brother is a year younger than me, and we used to listen to a radio station called Pirate Radio. This is before your guys' time. Uh, this was like glam rock. Uh, there's a guy named Shannon in the morning, but, you know, a lot of, like, Faster Pussycat, Guns N' Roses, Warrant, like that kind of shit, Poison, Aerosmith. Love that shit. Love Pirate Radio. <laughs> um, it must have been around ninth grade when we made a switchover. But Pirate, Pirate Radio, I'd won a shirt. They had a classic Pirate on the radio shirt, but I won a different shirt that was a picture of a, a hog, and it said, if you're not cranking it, you must be yanking it. <laughs> that, that I wore to church. I did not know what it meant. And I wore it to like youth group, and they were like, you can't wear that shirt yeah. anymore. And I was like, okay. That shirt's way too cool for this. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I did not know what it meant. The people uh, who got the shirt, they're like, whoa, 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 that's way too funny. Yeah. <laughs> that is not cool. Uh, and so uh, at some point, Pirate Radio shut down overnight, and then I remember... My older brother Joey like uh, came home and he was like, "We're gonna start listening to this now." And it was K Rock, and he had the Queen is Dead. He had that tape. Okay. And uh, I remember one of the first tape singles he had was "Love and Rockets." Uh, I'm alive. It was a cassette single. He had the Queen is Dead, Depeche Mode 101, uh, and then this band Erasure, which um, I, I think I don't know if you you're not brought up in. Uh, England or in this part of LA where Mexicans love this shit, uh, you <laughs> might not know who Erasure is. Yeah, uh, but they were, you know, one of the biggest electro bands or electro pop bands in in London, and that means you know we listen to them too. Um, they're gay as hell. Yeah. Did yeah. not know that they were gay when we first started listening to them. Uh, I remember my brother went to a concert finally, so we were in eighth grade, ninth grade. My brother went to go see Erasure, and then he came back. And we're Christian, too, you got to remember. Right. So my brother came back, and he was like, I think they're gay. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, why do you think he's gay? And he goes, he, he was wearing assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the connection. Yeah, where, yeah. where are we so going with this? A cowboy? What's, so, what's so funny is we just did not know they were gay. And then, you know, as you guys know by, from listening to this music, it's like, Oh, this is like the fruitiest music I've ever heard in my life. But also, he also, I didn't realize Andy Bell, um, the singer for the band, I didn't realize how much he sounds like a woman. 
Like, uh, like uh, speaks. Yeah, yeah, just his voice. Yeah, I think he sounds like a woman. Um, and this might be part of your pop quiz, Josh, so I don't want to ruin anything. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> he, uh, Vince Clark was a founding member of Depeche Mode. And then uh, he started a group called Yazoo, short for yes, Yaz, yeah. right. with, with another amazing vocalist called Allison Moyer, who does not sound that different than Andy Bell. I, 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 never, I didn't connect that before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, uh, Allison Moyer, who is a woman, sounds yeah. just like Andy Bell. So, you know, he was worked with two. So it, it is interesting because even this re-listen, you know, listening to these first five albums again, you realize that, God damn, this is some gay shit. Yes. But but that makes sense why I loved it. I mean, just like with Morrissey and all that shit is like, this is like, I'm in love. In eighth grade, you know, I'm in love with Chrissy Gill. Like, I've never been in love with anything before. And so this shit is just so deep and heartfelt. And I think it because of that time in my life, it resounded with me uh, in a way that things hadn't resounded with me before. And, you know, it's funny, we didn't even get, once we found out they were gay, we didn't care they were gay. We already knew all the music, so it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> it's already get the what song was the cassette that you guys had? Um, the, the first cassettes I remember him, my brother buying, uh, I remember was wild. Uh, oh, okay. and, and, you know, Same. we're from West Covina, so we would go to the Tower Records on Sunset Ooh. right there. Oof. Mm-hmm. It was about a half hour walk from our, our house, and uh, it's so funny, when I was little, I remember hearing, like, they would talk about the... Uh, like the tower records on sunset and i was like damn right down the street <laughs> <laughs> not the original yeah they would yeah. be like you two's on down right on sunset i was like fuck that's crazy <laughs> uh, but yeah i remember him pulling out wild and that was like one of the first ones that that we had and then i remember um what is it? It's not Chorus. Is that the name of the next album? The fifth yeah, yeah, Chorus. Yeah. I remember when Chorus came out. We oh, were nice. listening to them by then. And like Chorus was, yeah, I mean, we loved them. So I remember when Chorus came out by that time. So that those are my first like erasure proper like albums. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, the whole assless chaps wasn't really a signal. I mean, we got Prince at that time also wearing assless chaps. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Prince... I yeah, you know when he died, he was like a hardcore Jehovah's Witness and shit. Yeah, but I don't know how that guy wasn't a little gay. He had to definitely be kind of on, gay. on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. got Rob Halford, dude, from uh, Judas Priest, Who super was gay, super gay. gay. Yeah, and I like. I remember my parents were like, "Yeah, we just didn't know." And I was like, "I look at photos of him, like this guy's super." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't know the signs. This like, guy's like a yeah, the, the epitome of a like a leather guy, you know. Eighty cis gaydar was pretty weak back yeah. then. Honestly, yeah. yeah, they didn't want it to be true unless they did that. <laughs> oh, hand. Yeah, no. <laughs> hand thing like you couldn't tell that's all uh, <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about yeah. that yeah that's that, that's out with the old ones uh, yeah, geo's doing a limp wrist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that that, that was a thing <laughs> damn do you remember, okay uh, did, god yeah, i'm so much older than you guys do you remember, there's a show called too close for comfort do you remember this mm-hmm. and a guy named monroe and who was like obviously gay and a bachelor? They would all they, 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 that was like the big wink in the eighties. Is they would call the guys bachelors. Right, and he's a confirmed bachelor, and it meant he was just gay as hell. Confirmed, <laughs> he's a bachelor. Yeah. Damn, dude, so good. I, I'm a confirmed bachelor. What about, <laughs> what about you, Geo? Erasure. Uh, oh well, yeah, I sprung Erasure on you, but did you, were you guys familiar with a lot of their music? I I I got wild on tape randomly, like thrifting. Yeah. years ago, like. 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I listened to that front to back a couple times. And then, like, it's in my collection. And I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, they're a band that I'm, like, tangentially close to that I like. I like their genre. But I never really went further than that just because, like, 
at the, at the point that I had listened to them, I think I was already like mid like three fourths through my synth pop phase. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done discovering yeah. new bands. Like I'm I'm kind of <laughs> chilling. So I like didn't look any further. I I still have the tape. I liked it. I mean, like that second track off of it. That's like not the instrumental. That like blue lagoon song. Oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song's good. Blue, blue Savannah. Blue Savannah. Blue Savannah. Yeah, yeah. Blue Savannah song. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, you guys are like what thirty, right? Yeah, thirty. Are wow. you guys? Have you stopped trying to like find new music? Yes. <laughs> this, I mean, this band I, kind no, of I'm, I'm still it. going in. I'm still <laughs> yeah. digging through the. Crates. I don't dig for it, but like, if it comes up to me, like, I mean, it's things that I'm in, getting into that I wouldn't be getting into before. Like, like what? I got into Rosalia hard. Oh, yeah, and I wouldn't be like getting into that. I just got into that. Like the last genre of music I'd be like checking out. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is bangs, and I don't care. And honestly, the podcast does a lot for me, <laughs> you know, because we're always listening to music. Like Erasure, I had heard. I didn't even know that they were the ones who did uh, yes. give a little respect, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, like, listening to this, I was like, I'm kind of midway through my synth pop phase right now, Gio. Still? So, right Grow now, oh my God. what do you guys want from me? What do you guys want from me? I'm still <laughs> discovering new stuff, but... So, yeah, this was my first time listening, like, all the way through and, like, knowing all about them and researching and stuff. Um, for me, I think it, they're they're on 4AD, a lot of their stuff, so... Oh, no way. Yeah. So, um, I kind of, whenever I go to record stores, there's a 12-inch, and I just I saw, I've heard the name Erasure, and I was like, oh, 4AD UK record? Definitely getting it. All right, what the hell is 4AD? The label. Yeah. So, 4AD, there's also just, like, uh... uh this Mortal this Coil. This Mortal Coil. There's, like, a lot of... Cocteau, right? Cocteau, Cocteau Twins. Twins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, there's a lot of, like, 80s stuff that's, like, more super... Yeah, not... You don't see much of it out here from the 80s because it, it was an English label and it was, like, more import. So, I was like, oh, 4AD. So, I picked it up. I think it's... I've listened to it a couple times. It's sitting there, but I never really got into Erasure. Cool name. I always thought the name was cool. Yeah, it's a very cool name. Very cool name. I, you just, I just found out. I mean, I always got like that. I was like, this sounds a lot like the Pesh mode. It sounds like a lot like Yaz, and you just connected all the dots with the keyboard player. Yeah, Vince Clark is yeah. a like musical genius, yeah. and uh, he is like the guy. And it's funny because now you know when you pick up a keyboard or you you any of those things, there's all these sounds programmed into it. But he created this shit. Yeah. He was like the weirdo in the lab, like, like doing that mm-hmm. shit just alone. He was but, the first one to use those fucking fucked up floppy disk with these oh sproingy God, sounds. Dude. Oh, yeah. And I stuff. mean, just going after <laughs> sounds. Yeah. It's like the nerdiest shit. Yeah. You know, a lot of these songs um, are so layered in a way you wouldn't even understand, but like 30 tracks yeah. with just little sounds throughout you know, the whole thing. That's definitely something that I think we take for granted now with the modern production, yeah. how like everything's so easy to be multi like texturally sounding. Like there's like a synth that sounds 30 different ways, but like that's because you have 30 different plugins for 30 different synths. You had to do this with like one synthesizer yeah. and come up with these 30 yeah. different tones. Like that is hard work. If you ever like had to work with a synthesizer, it's not easy if you're mm. not like used to it, and none of these people were used to it because it's brand new. Yeah, there's, there's. Oh, sorry, go no, go for it. Uh, there's kind of a renaissance right now within like synthesizers because a lot like Roland is doing like boutique series, like reissues Facts. of like Junos and eighty cents like that. But to your point, like I feel like I've seen personally a lot of people use modules and synths yeah. now plugged into Ableton yeah. and then using MIDI to program rather than doing you know you have everything in one putting in yeah. that elbow grease yeah. on those yeah turning some knobs well yeah this guy definitely made my favorite depression mode albums like i 
the first one, like the first one, so I think it's so fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just such a fun. And then you can tell Depeche Mode like loses that sound when he goes away, like loses the pop sensibility, excessive pop sensibility, and it just becomes really they go more for the like industrial noise kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's pop, it's just not as dancey. Yeah. I think. I mean, you know, Erasure stays dancey. Yeah. Uh, the the whole career. And did you follow them after Chorus? Did you, like, continue with them? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, Erasure Pop 20 came out, and that's, like, the definitive, uh, the best remixes, all of their best songs from, like, their first six albums. Mm -hmm. You really don't need an an album besides that. They put on, like, the best tracks on that album, and then they, of course, did a uh, ABBA cover album. That's very good as well. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Um but after that, I know they kept making albums, but I just didn't Oh, my keep God. They to have them. so many albums. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before we get going, I guess I just want to read this. I saw this, uh, oh, this yeah. quote. Oh, my God. Yeah. This, this really got his, his blood boiling. Yeah. Dude. It's got me boiling on this one. Let's face it. There's nothing Kraftwerk did that Erasure didn't do better for longer and while wearing a blue sequence cowboy hat and chaps. <laughs> the Times. The Don't time. know what times really wrote this, yeah, but the times. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> it was just a sign of the times. It's yeah, insane, dude. I do no think comparison. it is crazy to me that more people don't know about Erasure because, you know, people love pop music now and they have some amazing. Just going through these first five albums again, I forgot how many songs that are great. They have Agreed. some duds, of course, um, but. A lot of them is, I mean, you know, I grew up on this stuff, but I'm just like, God, shit, this shit is in my heart, fool. And, like, <laughs> it's catchy, and it's heartfelt, and it's great, yeah. Agreed. 100% agreed. Yeah, I'm, I don't. You don't see it. For me, it was just a big blur, dude. It was, like, Muzak for me. Maybe just because, like, you grew up with it. For me, it's just, like, something that was always been in the background kind of situation. Yeah. I mean... Like, style of music, like you said, like, only English people and Mexican people in Southern California were really into this, so it's yeah. like... I had something or something that was probably really into erasure. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. If you did have it in the, it was literally in the background for you too. I could see if it's not like a, a revelation. Are you a big fan of pop music? Yeah, I am. But I mean, like, I, 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 I was just talking about this. Like, I think this is. If why. I was a rank the three, it would be Depeche Mode, Pet Shop Boys, yeah. close mm-hmm. second. Yeah, and then these guys below it. But Pet yeah. Shop Boys, I jump them over as being too kind of queer band. <laughs> No, Pet Shop Boys are, are, are a great band, but I, I think Erasure's the superior band. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they're... I mean, you, I, I think there's a serious hairs. argument. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a real there's they're a real very, contentious very argument. Yeah. Did they ever tour together or anything? Uh, maybe, but I don't think so. They, no. It would, it would, they, it would they, make yeah, sense. Yeah, they'd be... Exactly, yeah. They yeah. fight, dude. Yeah. Hats versus sequins. <laughs> yeah. The boy hat versus the cowboy hat, dude. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, you're just overexposed, Leon. That's what it is. I think you've given... Like, you've had a, t- a tolerance to synth pop. And it's well, tough to like. Wrong. I still love synth pop, right? But, but it's, it's like just, it's it's not new. None of the, like this is not a new sound in but, any way. But your point is that while you were listening to this, to the five albums that we listened to, uh, which are Wonderland, The Circus, uh, The Innocence, Wild, and Chorus, you felt that it was generally more background music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I which mean, is, but I, I'm doing things as I'm listening, though. Right. So like, there became multiple times where I was like. I was like, damn, it sounds familiar. And I realized the album just started over again. You played it over yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I halfway through it again. I'm like, God damn. Okay. All right, let's go to the next one. The first time I really heard a lot of the hits from Erasure, it was while I worked at Goodwill, and it was literally playing in the background. Okay. <laughs> so The hits are hits. Yeah. They, they are the hits, hits, are hits. For sure. Yeah. Like are, that 20, yeah. like you said, like that one compilation one. Yeah. The Pop 20. Yeah, Pop 20. I was listening to it, and I was like, damn, this is all good. And then I realized 
Oh, this is just a compilation. <laughs> yeah, it's the 20 greatest hits like, from this their, is the album. Yeah, five albums. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, I, I honestly, yeah, I when I when I said that earlier, I mean it. You could just listen to that album. And it, they're all fucking wall-to-wall bangers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is, you know, some of these some of these songs are like game-changing, you know, life-shattering that we'll talk about later, you know, especially <laughs> one in particular that I'm sure most of us won't disagree on. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, I'm just surprised that people haven't dug in the crates on them as for much. sure. Yeah. Definitely. They're, they're, they're waiting for their like running up that hill moment on stranger things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> truly, Someone truly. puts them on a TV show and they're popping like yeah. huge. I can see it. Cause they have the hits for sure. They have the songs. I guess they never really had a huge crossover album, mm-hmm. um, like in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I remember when, um, Violator came out. And uh, Violator was, you know, was such a huge game changing. They were Depeche Mode was huge in America. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, um, I, I just don't think Erasure ever had that moment. So that's probably why they're not as big. Yeah, they were so big that even in Southern California, that their like definitive live album is at the Rose Bowl. Like that yeah. was like their biggest. Like, I guess they were probably too gay. Dude. They were probably too gay. Right. Probably honestly, the time period. Yeah. Damn. Well, was that in the quiz, Josh? Damn it. Yeah, it really uh, was. Too yeah. gay, true or false? <laughs> why, why didn't they pop off in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, get to the quiz, let's guys. Uh, number one, when Erasure's track A Little Respect dropped on September 19th, 1988, where did it place in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100? Eight, number 14, or A, number 14, B, 26, or C, 34? I'm gonna say C. I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go low. Thirty-four. I'll go B. Twenty-six. It was A. Whoa, that wow. high. Fourteen. Yeah, huh? fourteen. Exactly. Damn. So they didn't really break the ten, but they're right there at That's fourteen. Close. Yeah. The same track was number two in UK at the same oh, time. That, that wow. never even did it reach number one. Do we know off the top? Uh, of my head? Off the top of my head, the research I found, no, it didn't yeah. reach number one. But uh, don't worry, be happy uh, was number one. Deserved it in the U.S. <laughs> in the U.S. I, I mean, I remember that time. I remember that. God, was that, was that yeah. a banger? America, just yeah. fucking morons. Yeah. <laughs> I remember used to watch the Casey Kasem countdown. It was like on Channel Five or something like that. And yeah, like. You know, don't worry. Be happy would be number one. Michael Bolton's "How Am I Supposed to Live Without oh, You?" Oh yeah, dude. Uh, dude a, adult contemporary had a stranglehold on top forty music in the eighties. <laughs> I remember John Cicada, uh, "Just Another Day." It's just another day. Like no, just all, I mean Jesus. these are adult contemporary songs yeah. murdering it. The top forty charts. Those hippies got old, dude. <laughs> they must yeah. have. I, I I don't Their know. I talked to my wife about. It. We were trying to figure out like something changed. So that adult contemporary music stopped being a thing. The adults Nirvana. got more contemporary. Huh? Nirvana. Yeah, but it's just I don't know really <laughs> what it like what happened to that whole genre of music that was huge. Yeah. Like people used to like make adults used to make a forty five year old could make a grown up out. Al- album or a song and it would fucking pop yeah like right. michael bula is never gonna get to the michael bolton level no. no gen z's kids are gonna do like covers of kiss from a rose and it's gonna like <laughs> pop off it's gonna be the biggest fucking thing let's load up just another day real quick here we go yeah let's hear it it's latino it's just <laughs> this song rips actually though it's not like michael bolton because that's a cover this is just fucking, this fool's just <laughs> passionate, you know? 
had a little seal in it. I heard. I heard, yeah, I heard, I heard seal of a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that song, that track jams. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little joke from the same article I found that uh, U.S. Billboard uh, tidbit from. What do Rodney Dangerfield and Erasure fans ha- uh, at a concert have in common? They get no respect. Oh my God! Yeah, they want a little respect. Want respect. That's oh, great. Damn. That's great. Uh, well, you know what's so funny? Before we move on to the from this question, is Bobby McFerrin's like a jazz genius, and he just like got a number one hit with this yeah. dumbass song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like honestly, jazz genius. Same thing with like Herbie Hancock. Like right. these guys are geniuses, and they have like one like weird silly hit well it's like dexter poindexter whatever the guy who did hot 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 yeah he was like the lead singer for like the new york dolls like yeah. he had an entire like Holy subversive shit, background yeah. and then he did hot 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 and that was the hit you know it's oh, yeah like, sometimes you, you make a dumb song and like that's what you're known for that's yeah. that's truly selling your soul to the devil at the crossroads yeah. for that one right there. they just yeah. wanted the money <laughs> you know like dave dave and uh david lee roth's just a gigolo i mean we just, oh just want to get paid, you know? <laughs> Number two. Erasure formed after ex-Depeche Mode member Vince Clark placed an advertisement looking for a vocalist in which magazine? A. New Musical Express. B. Flexi Pop. Or C. Melody Maker. C. Melody Maker. A. C. Guys. Melody Maker. C. Yeah. Vocalist yeah. Andy Bell responded to the ad and was phoned back a few days later. How fucking wild is that? Right? Like, you were in Depeche Mode, you were in Yaz, and you're still putting ads in the back of a magazine. That well, is, he that's pro- weird. He pro- I, I mean, I'd love to see the ad. I, I bet you we could pull it up, but I, I'm, it probably didn't say Vince Clark on it, right? Yeah. No. Uh, probably just describe no. what he was looking for. Seeking, singing, bloke. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> and he got you know this once in a lifetime like talent through Andy Bell, just the fucking gayest like fuck, that. I mean, he fucking wails. I love mm-hmm. that guy. So he really much. does. Yeah. Wailing is is a good way to put it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, number three to prepare for his audition. Which of the following bands did Andy Bell sing along to at home for practice? A. The Cure. B. Susie and the Banshees. Or C. The Young Ones. I'm going to say see the young ones. Just because I saw Susie yesterday. I'll say Susie. Let's say Susie. B. Susie. Yeah. Oh, Susie oh, and the Banshees. Oh, 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 shit. Well, we, we mentioned it earlier. You know, he's got a very, it sounds like a powerful woman's voice. Yes. Well, so, from yes. A, an interview that I saw with Andy Bell, he said that the music he listens to is in his own time is always female driven. Like, yeah. n- no matter what genre, he says it's always female driven. That's probably why he has such a good voice. He's like trying to like match their pitch or yeah. something, you know, like he sings along. And all the vo- I mean, like all their lyrics, it's truly like heart, heart on your sleeve, you know, victim of love. All these things, like yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm tired of looking stupid for like being in love with you. Yeah, I love to hate you. Franklin shit. Yeah, I love to hate you. Like I'm laying it all on the line all the time. That's like truly like bottom gay shit. <laughs> soulful, just and, a soulful Englishman. Yeah. And yeah. again, very Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, it is. The exact it same is. sort of lyrics. And maybe Pet Shop Boys is a little more laxed out. More just like we're sitting at the bar. They're posh. Yeah, they're yeah, posh yeah. boys. They're like city boys. They don't want you to know how they're feeling. They're sluts. Andy Bell is going after. Yeah. The like and, Andy boys, boys like Andy Bell's like getting broken up with and like crying. Yeah. And they're like dumping people and like getting <laughs> drunk afterwards. Yeah, they're shopping, dude. Yeah, they're going shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Domino dancing. Watch them all. Uh, number four. Which synthesizer can Vince Clark be seen playing in the music video for Chains of Love? A. A Roland Juno 106. B. A Yamaha DX7. Or C. A Cassie 
Casio CZ101. I'm going to say C Casio. I'm, I'm also going to say this is the most Josh question of all questions. Well, I figured that Steve was going to be really close to everything about erasure so i was trying to pull out the fucking keyboard you crazy (laughs) well see this is why i did my research this is why i'm asking these questions i'm only gonna say casio because i remember hearing some type of like casio like drum tone in one of the songs and casio i'll I'll just say that just because i i want to be i want to be smart (laughs) am am i smart (laughs) steve did you answer get out of here tell me Tell me it, what it is. is C Cassia. Ah, yeah, dude, guess I'm so smart. Yeah. Damn, you just sound so nerdy. There's Ooh. a drum tone in there that sounded like a Cassia. It did. It did. <laughs> I heard the it same did. one, and it was the uh, Casio, or no, the Yamaha RX11 is probably what you're thinking, Gio. Oh, wow. All right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, did you say uh, the Casio? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Leon on the board. Finally, dude. Welcome. Nice. Good job, Leon. All right, number five. A few years before placing that faithful magazine advertisement, what band was Vince Clark in? A, The Assembly, B, Lifeline International, or C, The Animated? I'm going to go C. Sam again? A, The Assembly, B, Lifeline International, or C, The Animated? B. I'll do A. C. A, the uh, assembly. It was right after Yaz for like one album. And the concept was to have, I can't remember his collaborator, Vince Clark's collaborator, but every single was going to have a different singer. So they had one um, one hit called Never Never with the lead singer of the undertones. But then after that, they just like disbanded and never like, technically they're still together but oh they're on hiatus yeah you know (laughs) fuck off yeah damn okay so geo jesus christ slow down man yeah give a little respect around (laughs) uh number six when erasure played in los angeles for their wonderland tour in 1986 what venue did they play a the roxy b the palace or c the starwood b the palace starwood yeah i'm gonna say starwood b the palace is that the one your brother went to (laughs) No. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of pictures of him in chaps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they played on uh, May 7th, which was only six days after their first album had even dropped. So, pretty wild choice to start off in LA, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly, it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> bad choice. Very empty bad, bad move. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Steve, you got that one. Last question. Uh, number seven for Erasure's 1992 chorus tour. What did Vince Clark do on stage during performances? Steve, you might know this one. So, uh, A, he would use guitar cables to whip bottles off of a pre prepared table. Whoa. B, he would shower the crowd in champagne using a large hose. Or C, he would roll around on stage in a tank. <laughs> Fuck. C sounds really cool, a. but I'm going to go with A. A sounds realistic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's C. It's C. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's C. Yeah. So it was a makeshift uh, vehicle on like tracks that looked like a tank, but it was his synths and drum machines. And oh my Everything God. that he oh, live program, live hardware programming. You by the way, this fool does not move. It's like his thing almost, where he doesn't move. So he, I was just picturing him. I, I don't know if I even saw a picture of it, but it's the the, the tanks doing all the moving, and he's just like yeah. a robot. It's like a transformer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's always just standing still. What's the name of that? Did you guys see that Sparks documentary? Yes. No, I didn't see it. I, I saw it. That yeah, was really no. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, either, I forgot they alluded to this, so either Vince Clark might have bitten off that Sparks guy or vice versa. But mm-hmm. the, there's always that one Sparks member who's just like sinisterly 
looking at people with that the infamous <laughs> mustache one yeah 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 the, the mustache the, the hitler mustache yeah. yeah yeah all right so that was the last question which Whoa. makes geo and steve uh equal uh with four points and i don't have a tiebreaker wow. so uh gotta give it to okay. steve We're all gotta, I, I, steve. I wish i would have known that a casio drum sound yeah <laughs> yeah that really gonna split hairs but i'm yeah. too busy having sex with women yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh too busy killing yeah, i'm too busy it. having sex with my keyboard <laughs> Um, well, you know, let's let's both share this prize, and the prize is a nice little break. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with the awards. All right, we're back. And we're ready to rock. Let's get let's let's get it skipping. Yeah, let's get to the meat and potatoes, dude. Yeah. Okay. This is we all come to listen to. This is the skippable awards, aka the skippies. We always start with number one, Elizabeth Fraser Award. And because she was on four AD, this is actually really important. This is the Elizabeth Fraser, the most unintelligible vocal line that you hear him say. So, um, I, I want to start it off because I got I, I got a good one. <laughs> if it's cool with y'all, go on. Take it. Okay, so waiting for the day, there's a, the line he says, like, you are, or something like that. Um, I hear you haul. Okay, you haul, come back to me. Please come back to me. Okay, let's see. This is at a. Uh, oh, shit. They're on Sire, dude, not 480. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Fake news. We redact everything. Fake news. Come Thanks, at me, Liam. dude. Thank you for fact-checking. I didn't yeah. even give a fact check. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to get it. What are the actual lyrics? Um, let's see. It's you just you, back. and then the oh. And then you yeah. like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You. You haul needs to get on that, dude. You gotta go you hit haul. them up, dude. Let you them know. There's a song haul. out there that's made for you guys. Come back to me. <laughs> but pay erasure, guys. <laughs> so that's mine. That's my Elizabeth Fraser Award. It's right. pretty good. Uh, Thank you. I, can I go next? Sure. Uh, I've got Heavenly Action at 143. Um, the lyric is I'm falling, but it really sounds like I'm horny and it's a horny track. So who knows? You just thought that dude, cause you're horny. You? Well, listening to the song, maybe right. horny. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe just all men are horny. Maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Let's, that's, that's a little too general. Sorry, everybody. Come on, he's horny. <laughs> I'm horny. Um, horny. <laughs> What's the real lyric? I'm falling. I'm falling. No, it really sounds yeah. like horny. Yeah, one more time. Hit us one more time. Yeah. All right. What was the time? It was one forty-three. Three. All right. Here we go. Next to me. Next to me. Show me love 
They redid it again. The whole like, yeah. it back. <laughs> Make sure they get it. So nice how to say it twice. Dude. Yeah. Fuck. That's a good one, Josh. Hell yeah. Thanks. My Lizzie Frazier is going to go to spiraling at 220. Mm. I don't have to fucking explain, man. Yeah. I'm spiraling at yeah. 220. Just, just hit it. You'll, you'll see why. All right, now play the song from like the middle part of the song. Okay. So it's just at 220 for some reason they just say, "Hey, let's just the lyrics suck. Let's just hide this behind a bunch of this <laughs> yeah. weird key. They let's, drop everything. Let's put this full behind a wall." I yeah. literally checked my speakers when I had this playing. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it just like cuts like it just goes down in volume and everything and auto. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on with my headphones?" Yeah, yeah, y'all don't like art. I get literally it. <laughs> uh, just over your head. Just sounds me. too uh, far away. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be having close, <laughs> up close and personal. I get it though. I mean, um, some people make wide swings and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna sound fucking awesome on record," and then like it's maybe just, it sounds good on like speakers. Uh, no, I had it in my car. From what I remember, it was also a harsh um, cut too, rather than yeah. like a gra- it's not a gradual thing. It's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's specifically it's like literally unintelligible. So yeah, okay, it fits. It fits. I did the homework, okay. Sees <laughs> <laughs> get, de- de- get degrees. This was the only one that I did not do because hey. I know their oh. music so well. Yeah, you it, memorized it's in my heart. I couldn't. I tried listening to stuff, but I'm like, I know, what, I know what he's saying. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't snap into it. So forgive me, guys. No, no that's fun. okay. That's okay. Um, we don't yeah. always do our homework. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, it is hard. I had a really hard time with this one. Like, I got lucky finding that U-Haul line, and I'm, just because like I was searching, I was really looking hard <laughs> for something to like not understand. And like, I, last minute, I kind of found that one. So they're not an easy band to to do this kind of with because they're very decipherable. Yes. Yeah, right. Definitely. But okay, cool. so that's that's all of our Elizabeth Fraser. Nice. Let's go next into our top bop award number one song in your heart this is a song that you want everyone to know you're going to share you know across every social media every platform uh, let's go with you first steve what is your top bop well uh you know this is there's there's two things right here i i, I think you can't um i think a little respect is their biggest most well known i think it's a perfect pop song um uh, did you see the Scrubs episode about it? Did anyone no, see no, that? no, no. Scrubs has an episode about this where during the surgery, the, the whole thing is like, check, watch this. And they like put on the song. And throughout the episode, pe- people are singing the song. It's an absolute perfect pop song. Um, that's their biggest song. And, and maybe their best. But uh, I'm also a, a huge fan of uh, I Love to Hate You off of Chorus. Uh, the music video is great, mm-hmm. too. The, the video is very funny. My brother Joey, my older brother, used to do this little dance to it. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's um, I think it's equally as gay. And it's it's a little bit of the flip side to, to a little respect. A little respect, Andy Bell's like begging, you know, begging, please give me this. And I Love to Hate You is pretty much the same relationship, but maybe like eight months, eight months later. And saying fuck you, like fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah, and I think it's also a a perfect pop song in its own way. But both of those things, the, both of those are masterpieces. But you know, if you have to choose one, you have to choose a little respect. A little respect. Oh, okay. I like. Yeah. I like I'm gonna have to piggyback up. on that. that. Was my really track as well. yours too? Okay. 
Do you have a time for that? I don't have a time because uh, the whole song thing. Yeah, right there, baby. That, all right, intro, you're yeah, an intro yeah, guy. Yeah, right right there's a good right. intro. All right, let's do it. It does remind me of the thrift store. I mean, Josh did say Goodwill. <laughs> See? This is a good thrift store song that comes out. <laughs> you're trying to discover you know, a little uh, something. Yeah. Make you happy. yeah. All right, let's try it out. A little respect. Here we go. You know, I just love that he's. You're not you know, even going to let the chorus hit. Come he's on, just 45 seconds already. Okay, yeah. Just fine. begging. Gorgeous voice. The music, you know, there's not a. I don't, you know, I like I said, there's probably 12 tracks playing for that music right there. But just his voice, raw human emotion, begging, you know, not for a little respect, not even a lot. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yes. Just say, you know, say, I'm so in love with you. Like, come on, man. Do not leave me this fuck. Yeah, I love that, and I love it coming from a man. Um, I do think this band, you know, I, there's different layers. I identify as queer, but I, I haven't fucked a guy in four years, so I don't know. I I need to get back on that. Right, uh, <laughs> that card revoked. Uh, yeah, uh, a- after five years, you know, I don't know if you can claim queer. Card gets taken away. I had a friend say that you can't identify as queer. You have to at least hook up. The same amount of times the guys in Brokeback Mountain hooked up, you know, like oh, yeah, <laughs> once yeah. or twice a year, <laughs> or else you lose the, the thing. But uh, there are, I think, the the first season of Six Feet Under and uh, like uh, Erasure as a band. Uh, I'm going to talk about in my hidden gem. I'll talk about it a little more. But mm-hmm. they they um, you remember I'm a, this, I'm a Christian kid at this time, right? And so I'm like, oh man, like these fucking like I I, I don't I'm, I I always hated with gay stuff. I always felt bad about it, like that they were going to hell. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I really did feel bad about it. I was uh-huh. like, dude, I because we all know gay people in first grade. You know, like Conrad, that fool's gay. You didn't know the word for it or anything, but you knew he was that way. And I always knew, man, people don't choose this shit. And so with all that said, whenever people would talk about, you know, they, they're just perverts and stuff like that. And then you hear music like Erasure's where this fool's just in love with a man. Like right. fucking in love. Like, like I was in love with a woman in, in eighth grade with Chrissy Gill. Like just pleading, <laughs> please don't break. Yes. Please don't break my heart. That, that they really opened up like, you know, what it meant to be gay to me in a positive way. Oh, interesting yeah i feel that that's that's really that's a special thing too because it's like i, I also kind of think like they are christian friendly ish yeah. like they're not oh, like yeah. they're, they're not doing like... sex dwarf no you know? yeah true well, or I, depeche I, mode like yeah, leather yeah stuff. i mean yeah uh you know what's it called uh Yahoo, which is going to make one of the yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, there's a whole God oh, thing yeah, to whole it, God right? Thing. Even Heavenly then, I, action. You know, mm-hmm. now I know now too, and I feel pretty free. Like I had to fight for it, but I feel pretty free using the word God when I talk about certain things. I don't believe in a person or a being like that, but I, yeah, I, I don't. I do believe the thing I used to call the Holy Spirit that that I try to live my life to this level, a thing of love and of like truth and purpose and forgiveness. 
I still call that thing God. And so um, this, that even, I, you know, that song or different things like that where they're worshiping something. They would call it love. And, you know, the Bible calls God, God love. God is love, yeah. Yeah, so, Boom. Boom, uh, yeah, they're, they're not that far. Everything they're doing is pure. You know what I mean? They're not even that perverted. It's like fucking straight, like, like uh, bebop music almost. Yeah. How much they love. yeah. Other than, I think they have one song. What, what is it? Is it called Sexiness or something? Where it's like sexuality. Yeah, sexuality. Yeah, but that's that even, the then one. It's not even that like. It's that like come up to my room. We're gonna have some fun. Or like you know. <laughs> again, so surface level, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Damn. Okay. Great top op though for both Leon and for Steve. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Josh? What's your top bop? Uh, my top bop, I've been listening to it actually since I fucking heard it because I like it so much. Mm. Uh, Cry So Easy. Cry um, so easy. I don't have a time, just like maybe the last chorus. And uh, with this track, it really reminds me a lot of uh, um, OMD. And then I looked it up and it was like, at this point I didn't know that it was Vince Clark of Depeche Mode. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. He just like <laughs> made a classic like mid-80s pop song. Yeah. I think I enjoyed their first album more than all the other ones. Yeah, when you thought it was on 4AD. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it just has way more of that, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, once I realized... The Depeche Mode album. When it it was Vince Clark, I was just like, oh, shit, okay. And they lose a little bit of that early Depeche Mode sound as they progress. But, yeah, it's always there. I I feel like that the heart of it is still there. It's a great song. It's a great record, for sure. Wonderland is good. Gotta get it on vinyl, for sure. That's that's a good one. I was thinking I want to get Chorus on vinyl. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, okay, I think I'm last for my top op, right? Yeah, we'll go on, Bob. All right, my top op is Marched On Down the Line. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Like, so gay. (laughs) And, like... (laughs) When I heard this, I was like, yeah, yeah. like, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. Like, in, in Erasure, like, this is what I want. And, like, when I heard this, I was like, this is, like, if, they can, if I can get one of these kinds of songs on each album, like, I'm, I think I'm a fan, you know? So, March On Down the Line at 152. Um, it's kind of a mid-tempo song, mm-hmm. but other than, other than the fact that, like, it's kind of slow... I think it'd be really nice to like groove to, not dance to, you know? Let's check it out. Here we go. The fighters won't stand and ten foot tall again. God is on our side, danced on up to heaven. I'm coming out this time. A new Yeah, it really sounds like a Scissor Sisters song. Have you guys fucked with Scissor Sisters? Much? No, not I really. heard that name in cool a long name. time, dude. Dude, they're great. Yeah. You gotta listen to them. They're like, uh, it's a woman singer and a, a gay guy singer, um, but uh, and they're they're great. You you would know they have the, a couple of real big hits. Okay, you know them, but like, they're from like two thousands, two thousand three, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. We gotta check them out. Yeah. yeah, this one sounds like the it's like the keyboard, the key track, all the music track sounds like the Pesh Mode. Yeah, and again, it to, does a little bit. Steve, you were saying there's like a million fucking tracks going on here. There's like one track on the left going beep beep. 
You know what I mean? Yes. Like well, tiny you know, I, little I was, one. I was listening on my phone, but now, you know, listening on these headphones right now, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, it just sounds great. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> so good. It's so good. There, it, like, it march on down the line. It has, like, a marching, like, feel to it. Like, you can imagine the dance floor. People in, like, you know, marching a marching on line. out of there. Marching, dude. dude. <laughs> Craftwork could never. Yeah. <laughs> They did it better. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's um, all of our top ops are great songs. These are fantastic singles. Yeah. Let's go next into the Morrissey Award. I'm going to start this off if you don't mind. Oh, shit. Because I I made a new award. Oh, auxiliary award time. It's called the Lookout Lin Manuel Miranda Award. (laughs) Okay. And the song is When I Need You. When I need you, what, what, Anywhere, is, what, baby. what does this award mean? Yeah, what are we talking musical. about? Musical. It sounds like it's straight out of a musical soundtrack. <laughs> What's it called? One more time. The the lookout, Lin Manuel Miranda award. <laughs> Hell yeah. You have the best uh, auxiliary award <laughs> titles. Good? Yeah. And I'm sorry. What time you said? Anywhere, baby. Anywhere. Okay. Hey, I'd live a different story if you were next to me. is uh when lynn makes uh jfk the new yeah. musical <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have you guys seen hamilton no i saw the I first saw 20 hamilton. minutes of hamilton i love hamilton i don't love? like musicals i've seen it 10 times Ten times. i've listened to it way more than that too i saw it uh in minnesota with my girlfriend's hardly uh, like very conservative family and uh that was fucking crazy because Did I know like I, I re- yeah, they loved it. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was at that point that I realized I was like, we're making progress here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Both sides. Well, it's very eat- pro-American. Yeah. In like yeah, a yeah. dumb way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're calling like Thomas Jefferson a like an immigrant, but he he just was he was white still. Wasn't right. that, wasn't that David Diggs? Uh, Don- Thomas Jefferson? He played somebody. But I yeah, so, like yeah. Oh no, no, he played someone else, yeah. But uh yeah, then they're like, man, this is great. America's great, isn't it? Yeah, they, right. they don't address slavery. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. no, no, they don't. That's great. <laughs> Gets in the way of the war. You know? Yeah, dude. Oh that's a uh, muddies up motivation. That sounds long as like it was straight made up for a musical. It sounds like I'm listening to the soundtrack to a musical on that one. Okay, that's a yeah. great award, and I, I think we can get a lot of uh, juice out of that one yeah. with other bands too. For You're sure. You're welcome. <laughs> Great, great one. Okay, so now we have um, the Morrissey Award. This goes out to the most political or worst social take that he ever made in the song or any of their interviews or anything they ever did. Now, So that was Leon's. That's Leon's auxiliary one, right? Yeah. That's a good one. Let's go next to Josh. Okay, my next one is not a Morrissey Award. Oh, shit, another auxiliary award. Can you start piano song from the beginning? Guys, we know what we're giving out right now. It's a Grand Theft Audio Award. We're giving out this GTA. Hard. <laughs> this is a Grand Theft Audio Award. This Grand Theft Audio Award is going so hard. I don't know to Lynch or to Bell or to Clark. or uh, Yeah, I don't know who we're giving it to, but uh, that's for the lawyers to decide. Mm. But somebody rip, ripped off somebody with that Twin Peaks sounding intro song. Yeah, but look it up. Who came first? I didn't look that up. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, this info's out there. Whoever wants to make claims, you know, I did kind of discover that it. That sounds so. like the piano prince's <laughs> dad is playing in Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> and then he I turns got, around. I got hundreds of these. <laughs> <laughs> dad, no. Yeah, dad, no. <laughs> Daddy, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get your money, Angelo. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. It's like beautiful. The estate. You're yeah. tearing my heart out. That Vince Clark had to do that first. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Or, get I mean, him, yeah. Clark. Maybe yeah. Angelo was a huge erasure head. Huge erasure head, yeah. <laughs> Big into erasure. That's really good. The estate is headless. Yeah. Clark, <laughs> go. All right, so uh, an- another another good GTA award. All right, so uh, what about you, Steve? What is your Morrissey Award? Um, th- this is just, you know, this is before appropriation was anything, but uh, mine is La Gloria out of Wild. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So wild. Just, oh, just play yes. that music for a Oh, moment. my God. Yeah, I had this one, too. Just like, I, this one had to be addressed. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. No, but they're great, right? They're great. <laughs> they're great. Just one song does not kill a whole band. They really tried for that LA crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to remember. This is for us. He <laughs> was gay, like, at a point where it, there's, you couldn't be anything worse than that. I mean, probably black. But, right. Uh, so, you know, he's gay. He, You know, gay people just like having fun. They're like, let's make some kind of fiesta track, Vince. You know, he said something <laughs> like that. As if we're partying at Mikasa. Like, yeah. you know, they said that. They're like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> It's after let, their time yeah. in LA. They're just let, like, let's, let's make this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see what they did. La Gloria. Here we go. It really doesn't help that the fucking like bass is some banjo kazooie N sixty four sounding ass. It's, it's very it unfortunate. So bad. Very very unfortunate. It's a terrible what is song. it with European people doing that? Remember yeah, that Ramstein? Ramstein. Remember? Te quiero puta. Yeah, this is like Paul Simon. They just didn't think about appropriation like that. Paul Simon in Graceland. He's like, I love African music, you know? dude. I'm yes. sure it was just like, I love, I love Latin beats, you know. You know, I, I'd love to piggyback off that with my Morrissey Award, Ooh. Um, because I found an, another example in another song, and this is probably their like nod to Paul Simon's nod to Africa. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm. Uh, here is uh, them doing a little Africa, <laughs> I forgot about that little part, Africa yeah. trend in, in the middle. This is also it sounds con- good. It, it sounds good. This is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. It sounds good. It's also a little bit of the uh, the, the mix and match award too. The the Brockhampton. So uh, let's do a little bit of. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way or like that. I'm thinking like Tim Allen. Oh Man my of the house. god. No. Mini Siku. Joe somebody too. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, I think they got away with it back in the day because they're like showing the world like hey look at this music we found it's all the way in africa that like you've never heard before and like 
now it's like, hey, man, like... Gio, we're like in the 90s at this point, man. I think the world knew where pre- Africa was. I, I'm just saying, like, for, <laughs> for people in, like, you know, London or, like, people in, like, you know, America, like, they're not out listening to, like, African radio and, like, getting the hits, you know? Like, so, in a way, it's like it introduces them. It's a bridge to, to African music. But also, like, it's... It doesn't age well. It's not for them. No, yeah. Not for a razor to do. Yeah, what do you like think whole when, you, when you heard this when you were... Oh, I loved it. Yeah, that's what, I think that sounds I great. still love it, dude. Yeah, this is great. Even the, the one I picked, uh, La Gloria, I remember I just... I think I had the lyrics memorized. Oh, oh like, shit. Were you stoked or you're like, damn? I didn't think about appropriation. I didn't think about that at, at all back then. Yeah. They were, it's a compliment at the time. Because, like, truly, <laughs> they had to learn Spanish. He doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, that's that's all of our Morsi Awards, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. let's let's go next into the Are We Humans or Are We Dancer Award. This goes out to the worst lyrics. This is the written word that he's written down. Most unintelligible lyrics also in, uh, is included. Goofy, <laughs> you know, corny lyrics, like what, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's see. Do you want to go first, Josh? Uh, can I uh, pass it for now? Pass it for now. Okay. What about you, Leon? Not Leon. It's your turn to go first. I'm going first. And here we yeah. go. Mine is going to be uh, two thousand miles. Same. Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Leon yeah. passed. I was just looking for the lyric. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was looking for the lyric. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So two thousand miles. <laughs> um. So okay. There's his the first lyric. I think for me is 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 what gets me. Um, 2,000 miles. There's something I need to say. Hey, 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 yeah. I'm not sad you're gone away. No way. Won't be calling information. No siree. Or waiting at the ra- railway station. Whoop, whoop. You walked out of my front door. I wasn't then, but now I'm sure. I need to be at least 2,000 miles away from you. Um, that's a restraining order, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm fine with it now. It's fine. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't, I don't want you anymore. I have to be away from you. It's like, I think she so left you. Guys you guys both picked that for the bad lyrics. Really, is the song bad? I can't think the of the lyrics. I, I picked it for the lyrics. Um, too. I mean, the song itself is kind of repetitive. Just like he's like, I gotta go away from you. You, <laughs> well, do you want to be the second lyric? My, mine is a. Uh, uh, I won't be calling information. No siree. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Waiting at the railroad station. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I want to hear him say okay, woo. I want to hear this. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's wait uh, like 20 more. seconds. Okay. <laughs> yeah yeah you got me you got me fucked up with that woo woo yeah, no. that track's not it the whole 2,000 miles away from you like it is like a very like you know like, I just gotta be as far away as I can from you I, I finally I mean, figured I it out I did say earlier they're, they're like they're playing like doo-wop music a lot mm. of the times their lyrics are like cl- it's like classic music yeah so like doo-wop pop music they're not you know there's there are songs where it's like oh wow this is beautiful well written but for the most part, it's like Aretha Franklin or, you know, yes, I hear that. that, I hear that. Of, Absolutely. Yeah, oldies music. These fools are definitely into northern soul stuff. Oldies, yeah. so. a.k.a. like a little like corny, you know? So corny. A, l- a little at corny times. At Yeah, times. but for me, it was the woo-woo that got me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was not a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, 2,000 Miles, 
give or take it. I didn't really like the song just in yeah, general. Yeah, the song is a bad song. Whatever. And I, I think yeah. that's kind of why I also wanted to single it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I found the lyrics. You found it. Uh, so I have a love to hate you. I like the song, but the lyrics are again sort of that weird. Um, you don't know like you can tell he's in love with this person but let me just let it speak for itself for every casanova that appears my sense of hesitation disappears love and hate what a beautiful combination sending shivers up and down my spine and the letters that you sent for me didn't come with any satisfaction guarantee so i returned them to the sender and the note attached will read how i love to hate you love to hate you so that continues that's sort of the vibe and then the last verse is I like to read murder mystery. I like how the killer isn't me. Yeah. Love and hate. What a beautiful combination. Combination. Sending shivers make me quiver. Fill it sliver up and down my spine. What the fuck? That I mean, lyric. That lyric. Popped one, out to this is one too. of my favorite songs from them. This is like one of the things <laughs> that you 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 can't like. If you like, I said, if you like sing an oldie song and with the lyrics like that, he's fucking going crazy. This shit's so stylized. <laughs> the background vocals on that, I love to see the murder. Is it? There's like operatic women singing in the background. They knew what the fuck they were doing. Okay? <laughs> uh, this is a great pop song, but you guys put it on. Let's, let's see. You want to hear? They're it? Okay. writing musicals, and you know, I want to see yeah. it on Broadway already. Let's see. Let's just do a little bit of "I Love to Hate You." good song just those fucking lyrics again they sound the like a little one. threatening for someone that they're in love with yeah the murder mystery the killer isn't me I like line. when the killer the killer isn't me when did it when has it ever happened that it was you yeah it takes a lot of heat well, off that, my back but he just said yeah. he's, he's, he wants to, he kill, wants to kill so that's why i'm comforted by it. he's like i'm comforted reading this because i'm not the I'm killer not the, this yeah, time you're right. i might be next time. eventually you know it's gonna I mean? happen i might kill this person this was reading murder mysteries to figure out how to do the perfect murder he's yeah I, and all the complaints we have against broadway they're fucking gay i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is, his voice is like broadway style mm-hmm. steven sondheim mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, shit, yeah this dude. guy this is the gorgeous saint that's what you're coming for over dramatic no, I mean I don't mind the overdramatic. I I love me some drama, but I'm just not a musical guy. Yeah, if yeah, you don't I mean, like yeah, you're musicals, not a musical guy. Then yeah. I could see why you yeah. might not like this band that yeah. much because they are very dramatic. Yeah, yeah I mean they have an, a song called Drama. drama. <laughs> yeah, exclamation <laughs> mark. And it's about Johnny Drama from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, so uh, is that all? I think we have one more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, this is just a terrible song, uh, and and to go with what. Um, oh wait a minute! Hold on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is a bad song. So to to go the flip side of what I was just saying is sometimes you get these. Um, uh, it's like this medieval sounding music, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the fuck this song is about. And I listen to it over and over again. Uh, the, these are the worst lyrics. It's called "Witch in the Ditch." Yes. Um, I th- I think it's off of what. Um, the Innocence. The Innocence. Can we play it? It's yeah. just a bad song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I think these lyrics are terrible. So it would be like, it's exactly the kind of song you're talking about not liking. Yeah. In this instance, I agree with you. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. They're doing that stupid dance with ribbons. Uh, <laughs> Walking in circles. Yeah, with Shakespeare yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you have the lyrics pulled up? Uh, no yeah, showers. I mean, listen. Here, here we go, the first verse. No, I would never step into your shoes. I'll dance in my chamber without you. I'm looking and I'm praying for a place I can dwell in, a place where our love can be true. Maybe he's talking about gay shit. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it was you, my love, that made me turn around. Yes, it was you, mine hair. Yeah. <laughs> German. Craftwork. They did craftwork better turned, than craftwork. That turned me upside down. Florian, maybe? The next, you know, were, were we never to be forgotten? Lay yeah. down your sweet head and cry. We'll, even, we'll live in dreamland tonight. Oof. Oh, come all ye who are faithful. Lay down your sweet head and cry. Enter the Valley of Light. Oof. Yeah, dude. This then, is, that's too then, gay. Then it talks about a witch in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, when it that. says they late. They play that shit at the Ren Fair, dude. Yes. Yeah, it's like Ren Fair shit. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I don't. I think these lyrics are fucking stupid. I'm not buying it. They're ridiculous. Yeah. And I think it's this is a problem with England and with people from London is that they have this, like, medieval, like, oh, I want to be, like, king fucking. Yeah, that's the problem you know? with London. That's, 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 <laughs> I'd say that's the only problem. Everybody wants yeah, to be royalty. We, we, got, we got major beef with England people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they hate us. They're not strong. I think, I, I think I've said that on record. They're, none of them are strong. They're all weak. <laughs> um, of the mind. <laughs> yeah, witch in the ditch. Um, hopefully they dig the ditch dip or turn into a grave. Okay. <laughs> All right. Only need a couple more feet, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, but that's, that's a little too dark, right? We're going back into the light, just like that song said, because we're going to the hidden gems territory. This is your number two song, a song that you rediscovered or discovered during this discography. Listen, and of course we did five albums. So the best of the best really of erasure. So which is your hidden gem? There's a lot we can choose from. That we haven't picked from the cutting room floor yet. Leon, you're rearing to go? Yeah, I'll, I'll do this one. I mean, I'm going to start this off by saying uh, this was a really hard one for me to answer. There's just too many. Nah, I get it. I there get just it. wasn't so many of them for me to pick. <laughs> Ooh. What? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, sometimes. I know. I picked the hits, but sometimes it's good. Sometimes. Maybe this is more of a Bob Jr. for you rather than yeah, a Bob hit, Jr. Hit, hit and jab. Yeah, Bob Jr. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Josh. I got you, man. Anytime? Anytime. All right, here we go. Runner soundtrack shit. <laughs> Great song. Yeah. Great song. I love their use of the acoustic guitar and mm-hmm. like the background. It really fills in a lot. And like you hear it every now and then. It just I mean, it's the Brit Brit pop kind of thing. Well, like you said, it's filling in all those blank spots. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. I love me a galloping song, dude. The song yeah. gallops the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> I love totally. a, train, a train and galloping songs. These you're you're right known here. for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Marching, galloping. Yeah. Intros. I'm all about them, man. Yeah. And his voice, like, I think my one it's like a positive thing that at first I was like kind of like turned off by it, but like he doesn't always go for the prettiest note. Like he's no, not, he doesn't. he's yeah, not hitting a... the like, and like, it's not like he's doing it on like by accident. He's not fucking up and like 
keeping the take because they do like layers so it's like he's choosing these kind of semi-sour like bittersweet notes sometimes it goes to that uh um again that like dramatic feel it doesn't feel so much as like a poppy chorus melody or a a verse melody it's more so just like he's giving a line almost you know Mm -hmm. because it sounds so like you said like bittersweet yeah and and, like there's like there's tension building in like the way that he sings stuff because like you like as someone that like listens to like enough music you kind of expect like the way that he's singing to go like where with the music and then like he goes like a different like yeah weird like you, minor way and you're like whoa he's zigging and, and it's like memorable and at first you're like i don't like it that sounds fucked up but then you hear it two or three times and you're like this makes this the whole song like this whole thing is like it's the earworm that won't get out you know because like only he is gonna sing it that way like no one else is gonna sing it that way i'm listening to the the music more so than him yeah on, while i'm really? listening yeah. to them yeah i was listening a lot to him and like i feel like there's a lot of instances where i guess adjacent to what you're saying the melody that he makes with his voice since it's so weird and it doesn't sound very traditional almost adds just as another backing track mm, you know mm, because like an it, instrument yeah you know totally and he's got a very he can go really high but like get very bassy you know too so he's yeah he's <laughs> doing it the fool gets very bassy <laughs> I, I don't like when he gets bassy as yeah. you'll see later really yeah. yeah i get that he's i mean his falsetto is just too good too good to hide behind the, the bass um okay so who's, the bass. That who's was me first. oh uh yeah uh hidden gem i'll do it uh ship of fools Ship of Fools, nice. Ship of Fools. Uh, I don't have a time either. Fuck, so good, dude. I mean, those are some bad lyrics, though. <laughs> We've been How through young these lyrics. is this kid? Yeah, dude. Should not be led into school. He doesn't know that. Was two and two and two is four. You don't know that. Baby in a classroom, dude. The thing that they don't say is the ship is in international waters. Yeah. It's a Scientology song. This shit sounds like Jack Skeleton's song, you know? Yeah. Just singing this shit, dude. Jack Skeleton yeah. when? Like, what? oh, in the graveyard? Danny Elfman shit, dude. Wow. You hate musicals, though. That's why? Yeah, that's what it is. It all just sounds like Danny Elfman. Yeah. Yeah. Ship of Fools. It is like that. The Ship of Fools does kind of give me that like Aretha Franklin type of like song title, you know? Ship of Fools sounds like. Is that like, a chain? Yeah. Chain of Fools. Or chain. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Dang. Great song. Great hit. Um, hidden gems all around. I think we have Steve next, right? Yeah. Uh, this is my only real slow gem that I like from them, but I absolutely love it. Uh, it's uh, Am I Right? I believe it's off of Chorus, um, but, but this is also on Pop 22. I feel kind of calling this a hidden gem is like, but this song, I think, fucking rips, and it includes, um, like, uh, I, I very early on, I think I got some um, wisdom out of this song. You could even take it from, from the top. Wandering through the back rows and the rain 
comes rushing down to resolve your love for this man in his twenties. Am I right? Am I wrong? Or am I just dreaming? Yeah, the the hook kicks it into gear a little more. But those are the key lines for me. I yeah. remember thinking like, you can't you can't fuck with these young kids. Like if you romantically, I mm. love that he's like because you know he's a grown man right here, and he goes to resolve my love for this man in his twenties. It's like, don't do it, fool. Yeah, do not fall in love with these young ones. Although you guys, what's the lowest you guys would date? I mean, I'm gonna be 32 this year. I'd probably go like late 20s at this point. See, that's smart. Yeah, like 20, 26, 27. Yeah, I mean, you you can get away with that, but I'm, I'm you, you know I'm telling you, there's some dangerous when you're talking 23, when you're talking 24. Oh yeah, no, no, no way, no, dude. Yeah, staying away. But you get, I mean, you'll get tempted. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. A lot of times at the chatterbox, there's some gorgeous, gorgeous girls trying trying to take a run at the god. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you guys, it's too much for you. You couldn't yeah. handle it. Of course, dude. <laughs> you could not handle it. They have to be born. I mean, I don't know. They have to remember 9/11 at some point. For that's me. the one. Oh, that's I don't scary. care about 9/11. No, no, like that's Do like you cut remember? off. Like if you don't know that, like that's kind of like you don't. I don't know. It's like I don't. I, You're I, saying I, if they were born, or, like if they were born way after the fact that they don't like. If yeah, they can't remember where they were, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that hook is really pretty. It's really beautiful <laughs> too. I, I think yes. it's sad and uh, it's it about going home. Um, but but uh, it's about look. It's about a vibe and a feeling. Um, uh, I love that song, and it's the only slow song I like from them because I, I really do want to be dancing when they're. they're doing, I do. I really want that kind of thing. But I, I absolutely love that song, and I sing that song like around the house to this day. So, uh, "Am I Right" is a, a gorgeous song that I absolutely love. It's a nice one. It's a very nice one. All right, I think I'm last. Right. All right, yeah. my hidden gem is "Hide Away." Oh yeah, Hide, Hide Away. Was good. Um, I didn't really like this record circus that much. Yeah, I I just felt like it was a little too like cheesy. Like they like I think because this might just be the sophomore slump. Like a lot of you know our bands that try to make their next album, they're like let's make them chock full of hits, and they tried a little too hard. But this is a, this is one of them that they nailed. Okay, hide away. Let's check it out. Like talked about how like Broadway musical they are. I can't get it out of my head. Like that <laughs> they're like rising in the background, yes. you know. And yeah, just, like, giving advice from the stage. Yeah, <laughs> the chorus line is coming out yeah. from both sides. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean the drama, the voice, the, the fucking music. Yeah, it's really good. It's such a good, like beautiful, nice little song, and I just like. The the vocal line that he does is just like it's a memorable, simple. He hits really like hard notes. It's just like really well done. He's a good vocalist. I really give it to him. Like I I'm thoroughly impressed. 
Andy Bell's rips. He fucking he's awesome. He doesn't get enough praise. That when, song when oh, they die though, it's gonna be a huge thing. Yes, yeah. but until then, it's just us talking about it. On the yeah, podcast. well, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. That's what they're gonna get difference. the skippables bump, dude. Don't worry, yeah, we're yeah. gonna help them out. The skippy bump, dude. blazing, little respect, blazing up the charts yeah, again. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, the running up the hill it just happened because of us. It's, yeah. Exactly, it's true. All One right, our so clips is gonna go viral. <laughs> Change the world. Knock on wood, bro. Do it right now. Okay. Um. All right, so we're done with the hidden gems. Let's go next to the Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender Award. Yeah, can I start this off? Sure. Because I got another award I made up for this Whoa. one. Whoa. What? This one's called From the Charts to the Pulpit. <laughs> and it's going to go with Yahoo. Nice. Why? What is this award? Nice. From the from the pop charts to the church, man. <laughs> Sing this shit at Christian church. Christian music, like a creed. Uh, anytime? Anytime. All right. Somewhere with the Lord stuff. <laughs> Most of it, I think. Here yeah. we go. This shit's like straight out of Mighty Gemstones or like, oh, uh, yes, yeah. the Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's actually my repetitive song too, Yahoo. I mean, I don't know how it's not anybody else's, but I actually love it. I was listening to it. I love that kind of shit. And I love that he, um, uh, that they hijacked it from the church. They're like, "Fuck you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gay! I don't give a shit. I'm not talking about the devil." <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like some like it's a song that didn't make it onto Sister Act, you know? Yes, <laughs> totally. dude, one hundred percent. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, Yahoo with an exclamation point. That's. I mean, I, the fact that I don't know this song surprises me like we lived with a whole yahoo.com like the boom yeah. this was never bought like they never played them. honestly if, if they weren't gay i think this would have been a like a huge church song um, absolutely they probably boycotted those fuckers dude blame the church for for america not knowing erasure dude that's messed up okay so um are we going next to um uh, i'll go next uh so i feel two already damn uh kurt cobain uh they really deserved this on a lot of their songs but uh i'll go with um sorry Gio, i i I had another one but i'm gonna change it again go ahead uh the ending of you surround me the ending yeah like maybe the last like 45 seconds all right And that's already like a minute or <laughs> and a half in, you know, and they're dragging it all the way on. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, is, come on. Uh, that's a trope that I think they do. I think way too much is that they do the like we're gonna fade out on the last line for the last mm, forty seconds, thirty way too thirty long. seconds. Like they do that a lot. Dude, they paid for the tape. They're gonna use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Clark, please. Yeah. Hello. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I tagged um, Phantom Bride for the exact same thing. The very end of the song is just like a fade out of the last line. That's and it. it's just, you know, like it's 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 cheap, it's lazy, and it's if it's overdone, that's the most egregious part, right? If it's like one or two times, I've done it myself, right? I mean, I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I will knock you. I'll knock right? you. I think because I know they're coming for me one day. Kind of inherently though, too, like with electronic music, it's so like loop based, you know, that you're gonna have so much repetition, right? And I just think that like if it's a if it's a feature and not like a bug, then I think you got a problem, yeah. right? And I think they kind of fall into that second category where it's like, or maybe the first category where it's a feature. Yeah. So let's do a little bit of Phantom Bride. Here we go. another 18 seconds left you know what i wish they did more was like they've got that track why doesn't andy just go where they drive yeah. like way over yeah. you know what i mean like that was like perfect yeah. it's just not dynamic at yeah. all it's just dun, 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 yeah dun, dun, dun. I, I think it is i think they were thinking more in the sense of like we're mixing like a song for like a dj set so like no one's playing this in their dj set i think they were <laughs> the they were they definitely what, were at the, the factor. What was the, yeah, what what was the, the big the dance club they in that movie when um, they were doing ecstasy? Hmm? What movie were doing ecstasy? <laughs> like, come on, the one guys. <laughs> the, the movie was doing ecstasy. With Steve uh, Carell. No, the guy who has like a fake talk show in Britain. <laughs> oh, um, 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 they did Steve did a, Coogan. Yeah, 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 he did a whole movie about like being. In it's like that, twenty-four hour party people. Yeah, twenty-four hour party oh, people. Oh, okay. you're, so you're talking about like like the London, like the Manchester crowd. Manchester crowd. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you just called them. I know. Sorry. Leash. Whoopsie. Oh, you know what? Fucking come for me, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> They're already after. No them. respect. Really? Yeah. Little respect for them. Yeah. yeah. Little respect for them. Yeah. Good soccer. <laughs> bad people. <laughs> <laughs> That's Leon Cortez, the professor's opinion on that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's all our Kirk Cobain Peter Fender Award, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Wow. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Here we go. We are here. We have made it to the summit. Let us now discuss the most skippable award. Okay. This is a song that goes out to, um, it's going to go to where again? It's going to Mars. It's It's going to go to Mars. Mars. That's right, Leon. You don't want this. Do you want this to be erasured? From yeah. all internet search histories, okay? You want the, the tapes to be erasured as well. Throw a big old magnet over the masters, you know, scratch out your vinyl. Oh, dude. Leave that shit in the sun. Yes. <laughs> Leave it in the sun. Jesus. <laughs> Let it warp. Okay, so um, you're going to go last, Steve, and um, just just for the sake of um, you're, you're the actual fan for drama. And um, so let's go with you, Leon, first, the professional pro right. hater. Mine's going to go to the obvious choice, uh, La Gloria. La Gloria. Okay. Yeah. Definitely up there for an obvious choice. That was yeah. my first choice. Yeah. Anytime? Just anywhere, dude. It's all it's all bad. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of clicking heels. It's got like Donkey Kong kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's some video game music. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption stuff, you know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> getting on over. If this, was a, if this was a soundtrack to Red Dead Redemption, dude. <laughs> it's so good. That's why it's a masterpiece. Um, definitely not a well-thought-out song. <laughs> you know in the moment it's a fun idea they went for it again they pay for tape they're gonna yeah, use it they needed galloping. that extra song i get it you know it's tough but uh, <laughs> label's asking label wants yeah. the album did that, did <laughs> that song make it to their, their greatest hit the <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad song <laughs> yeah it's catchy though I don't know. Fox, they got me i would God say it's it. better than it's the quiero puta though because oh, yeah. for sure the quiero puta. ram scene sucks dude it's beginning wow 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 okay shout out mine hair <laughs> do us <laughs> all right so uh josh what is your most skippable my most skippable uh it wasn't even so much that it was like a bad song i was just like man i don't need this guys like what is this so that uh is inherently more within my definition of skippable like just literally pressing the next fucking button mm-hmm. uh, and that's in the hall of the mountain king okay yeah yes um i know it's kind of cheap because i mean obviously but it's like I listen to it and I'm like, am I on a YouTube ad right now? Like, what the fuck is happening right <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> Are you right. still not using your Spotify subscription? No, he's no, straight not. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love the comments. That's where I got. I mean, wait, no, that's not where I got the joke. That's where he gets this joke. This take, take that's jokes where from I get the all comments, my content. Dude? Wow, yeah. thief. Mencia, dude. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, he's like in the tank. That's my pick. That's yours as well. Okay. Yeah. The worst song. Yeah. All right. They have a few instrumentals, and this one is, it's truly, I can't believe you put this on an album. Yeah. Like, like what a fucking waste. And there are so many good classical music tracks that you could have covered. Like, come on, like a Erasure, Claire de Lune. <laughs> so much better than that come on like, i don't know what the fuck do we need that just for? a bad bad title bad song yeah. waste of a track on an album <laughs> truly totally just agree. trying to turn the album in and he, he was he's out of gas yeah and they skip. yeah skip skip it skippable inherently they done it better Listen to any symphony version of that, and yeah, I think what? you'll have a better time. Watch Barbie Nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I'm last. Let's do uh, my most skippable. Um, Sixty-five thousand. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, this song is like, there's no vocals really to it. It's just like a dumb fucking like trumpet loop. <laughs> and I think they said like the beat a couple times. The beat. Um, it's so fucking bad, dude. Uh, I cringe when I listen to this song. <laughs> it's funny for like somebody who's like so auteur as uh, Vince Clark. Like all their instrumentals suck. It's bad. It what is might, that? It really might be um, a joke. <laughs> yeah, to that's him, true. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is stupid and silly, and so I'm gonna put this in. Yeah, but they are straight up bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean low energy. And it's like maybe maybe it's a thing where like the other people in the band are like, hey, I got a song, and they're like, <laughs> okay, no Ringo, other people, you know? man. There's <laughs> <laughs> only two people. It's Andy Bell and Vince Clark. Man, so they must just be have their off days. Play, play that song. All right, let's do a little sixty-five thousand. I mean, this is straight up like. Uh, 
for a movie soundtrack, like in the background. Yeah, Dick Tracy. The start of the movie. Song. Yeah. Yeah. With all the like credit titles. Yeah. Rushing in like Dick Tracy the game. Yeah. And with the homeboys or something like that. That's so. I mean, this is way better than the fucking Mountain King one. Yeah, it is. Only because it's original. Its originality makes it more of like a goofy kind of like this sounds like, like it'd be like, like Beverly Hills in two tongs uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah whoa that's a jammer though <laughs> uh the era that this came out in I think like there were songs like this that were coming out and they're like let's just fucking do it like a goofer you know like a swing kind of thing bad bad decision well, bad decision that Don't like era of musicians is nostalgic for the music that their parents were listening to which was the 50s more, like yeah swing 50s and 30s. Stuff, you know what i mean so that's why it fucking sucks dude. yeah facts so send yeah, those to mars we're sending all those yeah, to fucking mars dude. elon cool, get on it get on that shit musk yeah okay i mean musky that 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 is for sure um out of all of their songs they have some skippable songs that's unmistakable right yeah. undeniable but um, before we get to our final question, Leon, do we have a pro tip? You have a trip today. I have a tip today. Well, it's what me. Do, what do we decide your thing is called? Um, the little tip with Joe. No, no, no. I, th- I, I think I want to call it um, punk hours, dude. Punk hours. Punk hours. Okay. Because I'm a punk, dude. Just yeah. play the song, Giovanni. <laughs> um, <laughs> hit you with the G- the full name. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with Giovanni's punk hours. Uh, this is Tenderness by General Public. Um, not this song. Punk. Yeah, this so is very punk, punk dude. Punk, dude. Um, my version of punk is I get to do whatever I want. I don't know what your version of punk That's is, good. Josh. That's really good. You're an original 77. That's okay. right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's an original 77 punk look. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's a little Tenderness. I guess it does like erase your full band, huh? There's something to say, it. Now that know. I've heard Erasure, I'm like, how is this not Erasure? <laughs> I don't know. Like as I was listening to the discography, this song popped in my head a couple times, and I don't know what it was, but like I just made that like little connection. And now that I'm like, like the first five albums, like I just feel like maybe uh, general public likes Erasure or something. You know, mm. like there is a certain pop sensibility that they both kind of share. It's just the era that pop yeah. music was just that, and the dude. horns, yeah. You know, I, I heard a little bit of the jam too. I can hear that too, that. for I mean, sure. You, you just can't underestimate how influential Erasure was. When you know, if you look up their Wikipedia, they're like they scored like forty, like top or like twenty five top forty hits, like mm. huge band in England, and uh, that's you know I think they were super influential in the eighties. So not they. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, people from England, uh, mm-hmm. British, British music. Yeah. So, you know, like, like we say, it, it didn't really cross over to us, but yeah, these guys, people fucking loved these guys in the eighties and nineties. All right. So like, I, I guess they probably would not consider them skippable, but do we 
consider them skippable. I think someone we know considers yeah. them skippable. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll skip on this. So, musical. final question: Is it skippable? You're saying yes? I'll Leon? skip on it. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, they have hits. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. their hits are hits, but I mean. I'll, I'll listen to the first two Depeche Mode records if I want to listen to this. Ooh, nice. Okay. okay. When, you're, when you're at Goodwill, you're listening to yeah, the Yeah, I'll respect. listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> they play yeah. Tenderness after that, you know? Right. Well, I have you? a strict rule on the show that if one of the songs gets into my regular playlist, like uh, Cry So Easy has... The Roto n- rule. Not, once Josh's the Roto, Roto rule. rule. Yeah. Not skippable. Wow. Not, skip not skippable. I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to have to agree. And now here's the caveat. Um, I'm only touching the first five records. Mm. I am, I am, I do not suggest anybody go any further. I don't know personally. I haven't touched it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I fear that it is just going to be more very extremely bland, like synth pop music that I'm not going to be into. So I, I want to keep myself nice and happy in the first five records and I will not skip those, but I'm skipping the rest. And I think that's important to say because, like, they have so many records. Yeah, they really they do. have so many fucking records. And I just, I'm not, I'm not ready to co-sign the band because, like, this is just like the first part of it. You know, this is the best of the best, really, as it gets. So, um, if you just want to listen to the best, uh, Steve's like was it Pop Twenty? Yeah. Um, recommendation: do that one. I think that's probably a really good starting place. I think when you talk about pop music, uh, the kind of music they make, uh, even you know the kind of music Britney Spears makes and that that kind of stuff is, you know, you only have so much uh, gas in the tank. Um, totally. Uh, you know, like rap music too. I think once people get well, no, that's different actually. But um, with pop music, you can only how many times can you reinvent reinvent yourself? And they had five huge albums. Uh, I just talked about the kind of damage they did in the the top forty. Um, but if you're going to stick with it, this kind of music, you can't do it for that long. I mean, how many times? Because I can't believe this guy. How many times is he going to fall in bad love? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you after a while. See a therapist. Same like Taylor Swift. Taylor yeah. Swift's still doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but she's continued. I mean, I th- I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Swifty. And she keeps like throwing her personal life. Like she keeps throwing herself to the dogs. And so, shout out SZA, dude. Same, same. Uh, same shit. Yeah, it is. It is crazy that like, you know, I would lo- like the next level of music from her. I don't think she's. I'm very interested to see if she's ever going to do it. But I, I also don't think she's. Like I mean, she's the hugest pop star in the world. Yeah, the, so who the gives checks a shit? Are, the checks I, are cash. Exactly, money's, <laughs> money's being made. I don't think she has to worry about her artistic legacy right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you she's know, her whole life. Ahead I think she's an incredible songwriter. But at this point, it's like it's not interesting it's just not in, you know the F- fleetwood mac like threw themselves to the fucking they like ground themselves in, to make interesting music i don't think she cares about interesting music she's like our she's this generation's bruce springsteen she, it does not get, <laughs> does yeah. not get bigger than her girl boss oh my god yeah um. the girl boss <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a loser. Like, I think she's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like she's uh, people. You know, there's the gay. You know, there's gaylers, right? That, have you heard the term oh, yeah, gaylers? Totally. T- no, Taylor Swift fans. There's are... Taylor Swift fans that like are positive she's gay. Oh, and yeah. she's trying to send like messages through some. Of the yeah, dude. I mean, was that me? He he. Right. That's that whole like her positive like gay posy song. Oh yeah. They have like it big deep theories about like. Oh, she meant to do this, but they wouldn't let her and stuff like that. Oh. But she's just so focused. Her family, everyone's like so focused on 
making money and being the hugest thing in the world. I just don't think she's ever prepared to take any chance artistically. Mm. Um, that's probably what happened to Erasure, dude. Come on the pod, Taylor. was too good. <laughs> they yeah, dropped defend yourself, like Taylor. 2018, I think. Erasure. Yeah. So they, I don't. I didn't going. hear it, but who knows? They could have reinvented themselves. I don't well, know. They just had really bad into it. Bad money management, and they just need to put out music and you know <laughs> anything. Those, those probably twenty year old men, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. they probably have fun. They probably sell out thousand seat venues. I would and, see them live. Yeah, I, I would. Absolutely I would see them live. I forgot. Yeah, I, I, I know they have, and I haven't seen them, but at this moment in time, I would easily go see them live. I think it'd be incredible. They'd be really good live. They'd yeah. be they'd be so fun. They just play me, the hits, dude. Tell me how it goes, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hamilton's opening. Yeah. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, dude, doing the hits. That's so good. Well, damn. Um, is, is there anything you want to uh, tell our listeners, Steve? No, uh, just come to Chatterbox, best comedy show in Los Angeles. It's not in Los Angeles. It's in Covina. Uh, every Sunday at 8 o'clock. And then you can find me at Big Hern on Twitter, Hernia on Instagram. Hell yeah. Good yeah. good Instagram handle. Best comedy show good. in, in very, LA, very good. Yeah. LA County. We're going to have, in two weeks, uh, we're going to have a couple of huge comedians coming. I can't say names, but it makes me laugh uh, how big one of them is. Uh, But yeah, Josh. Josh Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude, fuck the Gad, bro. Gad's coming. Gad's coming, everybody. Get ready. Gad's coming with him. Olaf, dude. (laughs) He's just doing the hits. Olaf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, if you're in the SUV, make your way out there. And if not, just. You're in SoCal. Yeah. True, yeah. and if if you're just a fan of comedy, check out check out um, Steve yeah, on on the socials. He's he's hilarious. Inside scoop, definitely make your way to Chatterbox. Yeah, and um, to all the world out there, don't let us skip you by. Bye bye, Tulu.